Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. You're at the spot, the location, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Today, I'm going to get this name right. We have Vanya Walranga. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, I'm telling you, Brains, it wasn't easy. (laughs) (laughs) But she is a wonderful soul, and she's dedicating her life to children's health. Uh, she has an amazing program that she's going to talk to us about, in addition to her homeopathic methods, methodology, uh, and belief system as far as healing children uh, and doing some preventative work. You know, I'm telling you, little kids are a breeding ground for bacteria. One, and let me see your pencil or let me shake your hand, and it's just contagious. You know, my husband during COVID, he said, I'm not worried about the adults. He says, I'm worried about the little people. And building up their immune system, if we can kind of get a stronghold on that prior to anything happening, I think that, you know, we can build some much stronger individuals and human beings. So I'm looking so forward to this conversation. Before we get started, I just want to make a disclaimer that in the event that you are using any traditional uh, or westernized medicine, if your child is on medication, please continue with your same course of treatment and action. Uh, But these are alternatives. These are some things that have been proven to work. Um, and we just want to provide you those options as well. But if you're under doctor's care, continue with that. So thank you so much, Vanya, for being here with me. Tell us how you show up in the world and how did you find yourself in this particular space? Well, thank you, April, for having me. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do I show up in the world? Um, Where do you want me to start? I mean, I'm I'm half a century old, so, you know, or young. <laughs> young, absolutely, because I'm telling you, life starts at 50. So many people just discard us and think, but again, you've almost found the fountain of youth because you are doing some uh, holistic and homeopathic type of, of healings and medicine. That's huge. That's right. Everybody's going back to that now. They're tired of yes. you know, popping a pill or getting a probe or getting something cut out. Exactly, exactly. And that is also my mission. My mission is to just like reach a thousand uh, mothers or uh, mothers with young children and families who will take their child into like their child's health into their own hands. And, um, and yeah, I just want to set up like a whole generation of children, you you know, these children these these days, they are so sensitive most of the time you notice that they don't actually respond very well to mainstream medicine. So parents are out there looking for alternatives because they notice that their, their children are not responding at all, or they get really terrible side effects, or they just get really sick from them. Um, and it's not actually like healing the, the, the child. They become dependent on medication they don't want to be dependent on. Mm-hmm. So that is my mission, you know, to, to help this whole generation of children provide something that is resonating with them that real really helps them to grow and to develop and especially you know their immune system 
but their immune system is not just a, a physical thing. You know, the immune system is also in the mind, in the body, in the spirit, in the soul. So you've got to treat the whole thing. You've got to make the whole thing in balance. Otherwise, you're always, you know, just fixing one little thing and then. Well, like you said, it's a mind-body experience. Um, and it's not just the germs. No, no, the germs are not the, not the problem. I mean, we all need germs. I mean, if you would gut, turn our gut inside out, you would be, you'd be disgusted what's in there. I know people say it's full of worms and all kinds of stuff. Uh, these bacteria, you know, we are, we are actually 90, more than 90% bacteria. And um, that is, and we need those bacteria. The problem starts Dude, when see, certain what, what bacteria happens, take sorry, over. Yeah, I'm sorry to, to interrupt there. But what happens too is, you know, uh, I travel the world. And a lot of times people say, oh, you know, the American diet. Well, yeah, we put a lot of preservatives. We inject our livestock with anti, uh, with the, what, what is that? Uh, antibiotics. Right, yes. A lot of, yes. And before, uh, and growth hormones, all of these things that we ingest. But when you go to countries like Australia or Italy or Japan, it is more farm to table. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that makes a huge difference and not taking your kids to these fast food restaurants but preparing a wholesome meal absolutely yeah that that's where it starts and um that has a lot to do with it yeah and but this it, it's not you know necessarily people's fault it is also what is being offered mm -hmm. i mean if if you do not get educated on what you are feeding your children then you have no idea you know, if you think that if, if there's like, you know, fast food restaurants everywhere, there must be something good about them or else why would they be everywhere? You know, it's like pe petrol stations, you know, yeah, or we all need petrol. So must be something good about petrol stations. You know, I mean, we don't question those things. So did, how did you find yourself working with this particular uh, genre and population? Did you have children uh, that experienced some some health challenges that you wanted to seek? alternatives to or were you you know subjected to that as a child how did you start working in uh, homeopathic medicine well that's an interesting uh interesting story so when i um when i was young when i was like nine years old i was always fascinated by medicine anything medical i was reading medical books back to front and i loved you know looking up everything we didn't have the internet back then mind you but I was always with my nose in medical books and, you know, physiology and whatever I could find, I was always you know, reading up on it. So I, I wanted to become a nurse when I broke my leg skiing, I wanted to become a nurse. And then my dad said, no, you know, you can do more than that, become a surgeon. So uh, my aim was to go into med school. And um, I don't know if you know at the time, and I don't know if it's like that in America, but <clears throat> in the Netherlands at the time, that's where, it's, where I'm from they had like a draw system. So you put your name in a hat and then you get drawn out of the hat and then you get a place, right? So if you don't get drawn, you don't get a seat and you have to wait till next year. Um, and the other way to get in is if you get like, you know, straight A pluses and whatever. But I, I wasn't that good at high school <laughs> to have straight A pluses. So I didn't get a seat that way. And the draws, I didn't get drawn. So... Uh, I decided to go travel uh, around Australia at the time 
And uh, this was in 1992, mind you. So I was traveling around Australia and then I um, I got married and I migrated to Australia. Yeah, back then you still had to get married <laughs> to be able to live in Australia. Yeah, good old days. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now everyone would go, what? You don't do that sort of thing, do you? But yeah, back then you had to. And so I, um, I, uh, I ended up uh, traveling around Australia. But in high school, I used to study with a friend of mine and um her uh her stepfather was actually a very well-known um homeopathic physician so i really i was always really fascinated when i would go over there for dinner i would always talk about homeopathy with him and you know it was i was just really fascinated by it and that was also because um back then i had some really embarrassing condition when i was 16 and I went to my doctor and I said, oh, you know, I need some treatment for this. And he goes, yeah, well, um, you know, the antibiotics I've prescribed don't work. So I'm not going to give you any antibiotics at the, mo at the moment because you are completely resistant. So you have to go and find something else. So that was it, basically. He said, oh, you'll have to wait for it to go, you know, cure by itself. So um, here I was, I was like, I'm not going to wait with this embarrassing condition, you know, mm. I, I've got a boyfriend, you know, no, I'm not going to do this. Bye. So this is how I ended up, you know, going in um, to homeopathy, um, to a homeopath at the time. But even, yeah, and, and then actually that's, that solved my problem. And it also um, solved another problem because from when I was like a little, little girl, I was always sick. I was like constantly suffering from uh, sinusitis, um, like, you know, the ones here and the ones in my forehead. I had middle ear infections. I had grommets put in my ear. I had my tonsils cut. I was still, I was always, I always had a cold. Mm. And we had um, antibiotics sitting in our fridge. I still remember that, this banana flavored poisonous, ugh, it was disgusting. <clears throat> Um, in our fridge, like most people have got milk in their fridge, you know. And um, uh, and at some point, because I wasn't getting any better, I actually got like a six-month, like a big bottle of antibiotics, low dose. I had to take every day or three times a day for like six months to try and get rid of it, which caused a whole heap of other problems and which actually resulted in the problem that I, um, the embarrassing problem that I ended up with. So this is how my GP said, look, you know, we've tried a lot. This is not going to work. You'll have to go and, you know, wait for it to go away by itself. And, um, yeah, so this is how I ended up going to see a homeopath because I, you know, someone recommended that to me. It's like, so oh, what, well, was, what was the process when you went to see a homeopath doctor? A lot of people are excited about the opportunity of trying something alternatively but okay. what I want them to understand, too, is that this is a lifestyle. This is not a quick fix. I mean, you, I, in my opinion, and you correct me if I'm wrong, this is not something that you could say, oh, okay, well, I have a particular problem, so I'll try this, but then I will revert back to my old ways after this is over. And the reason why I say that is that uh, I have family members, and it'll even say it on the prescription, that if you do not complete the full run of the antibiotics that you do become immune to it and they may not work for you. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to extract and cleanse your body of what that foreign agent was 
and try something new? Was it a big transition for you? And how did you start the process? Um, well, let me start by saying that generally speaking, when you go and see a homeopath, it is not necessarily like a full lifestyle changeover that you have to do. Okay. It's also not taking a whole heap of prescribed um, pills, supplements and tinctures and whatever else to get a result. What you do with homeopathics is actually igniting the vital force, which is like, you know, your your immune response. you got to see it this way. If you cut yourself, you know, chopping an onion, then, you know, you have a cut here and it will bleed, right? But at some point it will stop bleeding and the next day you'll have like a little scab over there and then slowly, slowly it will heal from the inside out and within about three weeks' time, there's only a little bit of a scar visible and six months later, you can hardly see there was anything at all, right? So, and that particular force that does that all by itself, I mean, I didn't give it any instructions. You know, you don't say, oh, go and fix this finger now. You know, you got to go left index finger, you know, you got to go there. And then, you know, it's a two centimeters. No, it does it all by itself. And that is the particular wisdom of the body, the intelligence of the body that homeopathy works together with. Okay. And this is what you're activating. You're in, in you're activating this dormant, well, actually it's always active, but not always in the right way. Um, so you're activating it. So you're basically giving it instructions with the homeopathic remedy and say, hey, look, this is what's out of balance and you've got to go fix this. And so you're igniting the self-healing powers of the body. And you don't necessarily have to go and ch change your whole life for that. And that is because they work so deeply and they work, you know, they resonate with your own body in such a way that they make shifts. And these shifts are so profound and they take place on like physical, mental, emotional, but also, you know, spiritual with some people uh, uh, plain. So it's very important that the right remedy gets, you know, chosen for that. Now, so for those really for a deep treatment, we call them constitutional treatments, you go and see a homeopathic specialist. Mm -hmm. That is very important to have someone who will guide you with that um, process. And that person may select one, two, or maybe more remedies. Usually what you give one, you wait and see what happens, give another one, wait and see what happens, give another one, wait and see what happens. And they are very, very strong. These remedies you cannot buy over the counter. So the homeopathics that you buy over the counter are usually very low potency and they usually put them all together in a mixture, hoping that one of them will, you know, will do something at least. And you can't really overdose on those at all. Um, and that's the really good thing about homeopathics. If it's now, not the right remedy. You, let me tell you about my overdose experience, thinking that I knew everything. I go to China. Yeah. I go to the herbal medicine. Yeah. A lot of herb for everything. Turn you yeah, back, yeah. turn you into a frog, turn you back 20 years, make you beautiful, <laughs> clean your yeah. blood, all this stuff. So I bring home some herbs. Yeah. I make myself a spot of tea. Right. Home size mug, right? Yep. Vanya, I start to hallucinate. Oh my God. I know. That's what I said too. I am high as a kite. My husband comes home and I said, oh, baby, I said, I don't know what's going on. I said, I'm tripping. And he says, well, what happened? 
He says, what'd you do? I said, I just had a big mug of tea. He oh said, what kind God. of tea was it? And I said, well, it was the tea that I brought back from China. Well, when they served it to me, they served it to me in ounces. I had an eight ounce mug, not one, but two. Exactly. And I'm just thinking that it is just, you know, tea that's going to work, you know, brains. Be careful with that because it's medicine. Absolutely. This, this is where medicine comes from. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what you say. Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, everything is poisonous. Even water can be poisonous. It just right. the amount makes it either poisonous or makes it medicinal and powerful. So absolutely. Yeah, exactly. You, that's a great example of. And yeah. so you have to be under the care of a watchful eye of someone like Vanya that has sure. dedicated years of experience and knows what she's doing and will start you out small uh in small increments i know I, exactly i got on a, a medication and he goes oh well let's give you you know 50 milligrams i said do you have like 10 or 25 let's see what's going to happen there's a lot of things that can happen in your body you got to check your urine you've got to check to see if you break out in a rash you got to yes. diarrhea you know uh is it going to raise your blood pressure? There's so many variables in that. So, I know, uh, I know. So thank I know. you so much for that. Give us a couple good tips. Maybe uh, something that we can do just that we should incorporate in our daily diet or uh, a, a supplement that we might be able to suggest that helps us cleanse our blood. You know, uh, for example, uh, me. Yeah, and yeah. Lymphatic system. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me the greatest thing. I went to the, the uh, spa. And they told me just yeah. to use a dry brush on my yeah. body. And I was For like, sure. I said, it really helps the lymphatic system. So you give us a great tip that we can take away. Cool. Yeah, sure. Um, well, one of the biggest things that people are experiencing is that their gut health is not up to scratch. And gut health, and you may say, oh, well, you know, that's a sort of like an, an easy one to, you know, everyone's talking about gut health. But gut health is not just you know, not having a lot of uh, fat around your waist or um, just eating the right amount of carrots. It's a lot more than that. And you have to understand exactly what you were saying about, you know, mainstream medicine, for instance, they're having all these side effects, but they also influence uh, microbe and which is the gut, you know, the, all the, the, the bacteria, the good bacteria in our gut because we need those bacteria to digest our food, to uptake um, the nutrients, but also to create um, immunity. Mm. You know, 70% of your immune system is in your gut. So if your gut is not up to scratch, then you're going to have some serious problems. And mo maybe people have heard about this term called leaky gut. Oh, which yeah. Is that, which yeah, is not really like literally leaking that. gut. It's not like, like you're, you're dripping liquid on the floor or anything like that, or you're losing anything from the back sphincter. No, it's nothing like that. What it is, it's got to do with the, with the um, lining of the bowels, which have got little holes in it, which let um, macro like big nutrients, but also a lot of toxins and, and waste into the bloodstream directly, rather than being stopped there and filtered out uh, by the immune system it actually has little holes in it um, so they're escaping into our um, uh, into our blood and into our bloodstream they cause all sorts of allergic reactions and this is what people are experiencing right like you were saying a rash people get rashes 
why you know never had that before people get we we live in the in the you know gotta gotta think about this april right we live in a world here in the western world right we live we have the best medical uh services like you know everything is available not talking about if you can afford it that's a different story but everything is available you know we have the best hygiene we have the best uh supplements we have uh you know the a lot of knowledge if you go and look for it we have the, all this knowledge but one of the biggest problems is um uh, food allergies for instance or environmental allergies that is just skyrocketing and people can't work it out it's like well how come you know i'm doing everything that i should be doing so why how come i'm always sick how come my immune system just can't seem to catch a break like i'm just always suffering from something and so you got to look into that sort of thing and for most people um the gut health they'll they might take a, a, a probiotic you know yeah that's you know, great oh, overrated in your opinion it's not overrated but that is not where it stops and like you said you know if you there there are some things that you should change in your diet but it doesn't have to be like a massive overhaul Mm -hmm. it can start with small things like you know eat fermented foods like um, kefir kombucha yogurt sauerkraut is a really really um famous one and does wonders beans lentils um uh you know just i all can't the... drink that kombucha oh no i hate it too i don't like, I it don't like that kombucha i i've tried it and i'm i hope yes. and everything no and no, the no, other thing that terrible. they're doing here is they are obsessed with this apple cider vinegar apple cider yeah well that's a good one too yeah well, you know and, and, and uh and celery juice oh, celery juice oh, oh no <laughs> Like not my that. favorite either. My, but what I do do is I um I do fresh juice. I do yeah. a lot of I go through my produce brains. This is the easiest thing. Don't let your produce go to waste. After it's been there three or four days, you haven't you know cooked the spinach. Put it in your blender. Put a nice apple, carrot. Put some yeah. uh, turmeric in there. Put some garlic in there, and drink it. But let me tell you what it did. And I'm picking on the boys right now. I tell you, there's some boys that'll go to the bathroom. And when they go to the bathroom, it's like the family has to clear the house. They're rotting inside. Mm. They are literally rotting inside. They smell so awful. So mm-hmm. I said, I'm not going to have my boys stinking in my house. I started juicing him. I don't even know when he eliminates. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Spray, you know, it. it is a pleasant experience and for myself it's a cleansing yeah I also say you know if you drink uh some warm water with some you know some ginger or there's, there's a lot of just basic remedies that you can incorporate in your diet but you can't absolutely and this is another thing that i did and maybe you can help me out with i messed around and said oh i'm gonna do a colon cleanse well <laughs> When you do a cleanse, you cannot continue to eat what you're eating. You need to eat a modified diet, liquid, whatever the instructions tell you to do, whatever your person tells you to do. But you can't go and have a steak. You can't go and have a Mackey. You can't go and have some tacos and then call yourself, with all that grease, and then call yourself cleaning your colon. You have to give it uh, time to rest. But if you do a couple of weeks of it, then after a couple of weeks, your 
gut health has changed and you can digest them and they are the best source of of uh, fiber and one of the problems is we don't eat enough fiber and it's not just because we can't you know causing constipation we can't go to the toilet and we'll take some laxatives for that no they actually create short chain fatty acids which in turn have a, a really really positive immune response and this is what i mean like a lot of people don't realize this because they don't get educated on it so simple steps like you know um, fermented foods can be a great asset to creating the start starting to create a better um you know uh, immune system in the gut and this is step number one right another step that you do is you know go and visit a, a classical homeopath to help you detox your system with homeopathic remedies um, talking about detoxing heavy metals, talking about detoxing medication uh, residues, talking about detoxing um, in such a way so that your immune system calms down because all these allergies are being, you know, being agitated because the immune system is hyperactive. It's just reacting really, really outrageously over things that are not really a threat, that are normal, you know, even foods that are actually beneficial to us right right so you, you, to, you want to stick to my kimchi i love yeah it. kimchi is a really good I one love, yeah I no excellent kimchi. yeah kimchi is really really good radishes yeah exactly yeah all the pickled stuff all the pickled stuff is good and people will oh, tend to overcomplicate it but it, you know kefir is good um you know there's they've got this um liquid probiotics i'm not really a fan of those because they've got a lot of sugar in them but stay uh, away from artificial sweeteners you know that is one one that really damages your gut health and sugar. so yeah sugar of course but even more so artificial sweeteners people have no idea but they they if you see what they do to the gut it's you know really really and not even just that to the brain as well but that's a different story let's not go there <laughs> so fast forward let's we'll, we'll, we'll be talking to you all tomorrow night you know <laughs> <laughs> so let's fast forward and talk a little bit about your program what do people have to expect when they work with you and tell us about your program right so um i actually uh, i I've, I've i've had a a practice as a, a homeopathic practitioner for the last 23 years and I've had a lot of children in my practice so it's like a, it's an online program but <clears throat> what I basically do is I start out with like a an immune system scan a one-on-one -on -one. so I do up to three of those so you know parents really get the feeling that you know we are um, like I'm taking care of their child's health and pinpoint what is actually wrong like you have to know or wrong but what is out of balance I should say because you really have to know where to start and I think that this is one of the problems that you just said people are overwhelmed they don't know what to do so they go okay the doctor probably knows best so I'll just go to the doctor and hand it over and say look here's my sick child please fix it and you know up until a certain degree that that works okay but the, a lot of the time there's a point where they go oh, I don't know I don't feel good about this anymore you know I don't want to give another course of antibiotics I don't want to have you know another Ventolin for my child I don't want to take you know whatever drugs and if you read the 
the insert, the leaflet that comes with it, and you read the side effects, most parents just faint and go like, oh, am I supposed to give this to my sick child? Like, oh my God, isn't there something else? But because no one's offering them anything else, you know, they're like, oh, well, the doctor knows best, so I'll, I'll, I'll better just do it. Whereas if, if you know, there there is a lot you can do um, before illness actually starts. And I'm not necessarily talking about chronic ailments, although they respond beautifully to a homeopathic treatment, but you have to do that, you know, with, with the guidance of a, of a classical homeopath because you can't just go and do that yourself. But, you know, for most illnesses, especially when they start, when their symptoms are just popping up, there's so much you can do. There's this window of time before you go, all right, now it's sick enough. I've got to go to the doctor. There's this massive window. You know, they start getting sick and then you have to go to the doctor. Okay, but in that mean, in that period there, there's so much you can do to actually reverse that, to actually make them go through it within a couple of hours or a couple of days and come out stronger and more healthy at the other end because that's the other thing about homeopathics that's my experience those kids who go through the program and those kids who you know are under my care they end up being so strong that they hardly ever become sick anymore like parents tell me all the time so um it's like yeah everyone got sick except for him right <laughs> or, so that's really so, that's really a great thing and and great services that you offer but again they're very individualized we have to figure yeah out and then so, but what I also do is I, you know, I help with de detoxing the immune, immune system. Then we start boosting the kid's immune system. So that is all, that is fairly general. Um, I work on the mindset where I help parents feel confident, you know, about using, like taking their child's health in their own hands. Um, because most parents go, oh, I'm not capable of that. I don't know anything about medicine. But that's, you know, that's not true. They do know a lot more than they think. So I help them with that. You have to, you have to go back and look at uh, what your parents did back in the day. I mean, you know, for instance, people, I know my mother used to yeah. do this. I have a fever. She put onions in my socks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, or, or lemon lemon socks. Do you know that one as well? Oh, like I you, put the, you put the socks in, in water with lemon juice and you put them on the feet. And it actually draws the heat out of the head. So wow. what, what a lot of parents do is they put a cold washcloth on the face, right? Thinking that because the head's so hot, mm -hmm. they have to go and cool the head. But that's not how you cool the head because the heat center in the brain thinks, oh, my God, it's cold out there. We have to put more heat to it to oh, equalize wow. it. And so you actually set up an online program um, for first aid for, uh, for uh, children. So like homeopathic first aid, but it's not just, yeah, I just did the homeopathic side because I used to give homeopathic courses. I've done it for like 10, 15 years and, you know, people were always really enthusiastic. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to make this into an online program. So I'd, I'd done that and sort of left it on the shelf thinking, you know, when I'm here and we've got the lunchroom, we've got all the staff, you know, what I'll do is do some cooking and quality control and then, you know, run my program and, and you know, get some more mm -hmm. clients here and all that um but you know we all know things went different from then on and so yeah we lost the business and unfortunately and so I was on a on a crossroad it's like okay what am I going to do am I gonna um you know keep working hospitality or go back to teaching or you know try and set up a practice but tr setting up a practice is going to take a long long time and I thought no I you know I've got my I've got this 
homeopathic course here that I have in, in Dutch and I've spent a lot of time creating that. So why not take that as, as a, a, one of the core components and build like a program around it that is going to support parents um, right from the word go to take the matters in their own hands. Right. And right. So I empower mothers to become their child's natural doctor and advocate. Uh, adv health advocate with confidence and grit. That is what my my mission is. Well, and you're going to so, do, do a fine job. And parents, oh, thank you. You know, look at that because here in the United States, as an example, a lot of parents are over medicating their children for mm. a lot of different reasons. Not just again, like you say, for the leaky gut. Or no, they are so resistant. I, I met some kids the other day. They won't even try. They won't even put certain things on their palate to try. You don't know if eggplant is good until you tried it. They look at it, no. So yeah. encourage them mentally to go out in the garden, maybe plant things, see exactly where their food is coming from. Invite exactly. Them, invite them in the kitchen. I um, know, exactly, yeah. To, to prepare their food to be able to Google things and ask intelligent questions about their health, to be able yes. to be again, their advocate. So you can start cementing that into them at an early age. So we've Absolutely. talked about some, we've talked about some heavy duty stuff. Let's do some fun facts. So people get to know you a little bit better about oh. that. So let's <laughs> ask you a couple fun questions. If right. you were a car, <laughs> what car would you be? Oh, a car. Oh, my God. What car would I be? Um, I'll probably go for a Tesla. Really? Mm. Okay, I like, I like that. You like to have your battery recharged. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> exactly. If you were an appliance exactly. in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? I would like to be one of those food processors with all these extra attachments, like, you know, jugs and juices and you know kneading dough and like <laughs> well I, that i don't know we bought my daughter one of those uh, a kitchen aid and i'm telling you you would have thought she won the lottery she is so happy i can make my okay. own pasta and knead my own dough and make my own bread so that's cool and um if you were an animal what animal would you be my cat <laughs> Specifically, my cat. <laughs> Why you treat your cat extra special? Yes, yes, they have very, very good lives with us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think they are. Yeah, they should count themselves so lucky. Yeah, no, I mean, I, lo I love, I love all animals. Um, mind you, I don't. I even like spiders and all that. Um, crocodiles. I like spiders. I like snakes. Yeah, and people don't like those. They all have a purpose. They absolutely have a purpose, and you have a purpose too. And thank you so oh, much thank for you. sharing that with us. We love <laughs> you deeply and completely. All good. Thank you so much, April, for having me. All right. Opportunity to connect with you. Please tell them how to get in contact with you via email, uh, your website, yep. or your ongoing program. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, I have a, a, a private group private Facebook group that's uh, called uh, Naturally Healthy Kids. If you just Google that on Facebook, Naturally, Naturally Healthy Kids. Um, the Facebook group is actually called Resilient Kids, Strong Immunity Through Natural Health. So if you, if you look up 
search uh, Facebook for resilient kids, then you um, most likely get my, um, my Facebook group there, Strong Immunity Through Natural Health. And so, yeah, you can come and join that one. And every week I go live about a topic and I, you know, share insights there and I do, do all sorts of things. You can ask your questions there with other like-minded mums and dads. Um, so yeah, I've only, I've only, I've only just started, like I said, you know, um, after we came out of COVID, I decided to pick this up again and I'm starting to do this in, uh, in, in English. Profiles, just Fanya Warenga. You can find me there. And if, um, if you join my group, I will uh, send you a little prezi and that's going to be my, uh, 32, uh, page ebook called Dr. Mum. And that will give you a lot of tips, like the one, the lemon socks is in there as well. And there's lots of tips about how to improve your child's immune system. Well, again, we want to be an example to our children. Um, we want to show them and teach them. We want to be able to ask intuitive, intelligent questions. We want to be provided options um, so that everybody can live a healthy life. Thank you so much, Vanya. You are the absolute best. Brains go in. Thank you. Like, love, share, and subscribe to On the Edge. And we look so forward to hearing from you and hoping that you live a happy, healthy life. Have a good day. Thank you.